0: That's right, I'm your host, Kurt Sandvig, and on this week's edition of Paranormal Almanac, I am joined by one of my best friends, Sean Bishop. He's got a story to tell, I'm gonna let him tell it. So, as always, let's do some shout-outs first. We have shout-outs to Aaron, Aaron, ah, Monsters, Lauren and David, Alicia, Amber, Andrew, Angie, April, Ariel... Seth, Audra, Austin, Autumn, Bob, Brandon, Carolyn, Christine, Chuck, Cindy, Cole, Dan, Daniel, Devin, Dill, Donald, Dorian, Elliot, Erica, Aaron, Fabian, Harvey, Heidi, I, Isabel, J-Mark, Jade, Hi, me, Jason, Jeff, Jeff, that's Jeff B, Jeff T, Jenny, Jennifer, Jared, Jerry, Joe, Joanne, Joe, John, Joshua, Juliana, Catherine, Kelsey, Kimberly, Kira, Kyle, Laura, 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 Ruth O, Lauren, hey, howdy, hi, Lawrence, Leo, Lindsay, Lionel, Lorraine, I'll say that one again, Lorraine, M. Caballero, Martin, Matt, Matt, that's, oh, they're both Matt S's. That doesn't really help anybody. Sorry, Matt and Matt. Uh, Matt Schroeder, Matt Scott, Megan, Eric, Milo, Nanashi, Nick, Pablo, Paula, Rachel, Reed, Rosa, Sarah, Sarah, Sean Bishop. You'll hear more from him in a minute. Shelly, Sunny, Suzanne, Todd, Jamie, and Elijah Hendrickson, Tanya, Trey, Troy, and Veronica. With shout-outs out of the way, let's get right into Paranormal News. Paranormal News. Paranormal News.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, this is paranormal news.
0: Now these first couple might not exactly seem like paranormal news, but but stick with me. The first story is mysterious particles spewing from Antarctica. Defy physics. What makes these things fly out of the frozen continent? Our best model of particle physics is bursting at the seams as it struggles to figure out all the strange things happening in Antarctica right now. I'm gonna kind of jump all over this one because it gets really technical, really heavy, really quick. But a team of physicists working on Ice Cube have cast heavy doubt on one of the last remaining standard model explanations for cosmic accelerators giant neutrino guns hiding in space that would periodically fire intense neutrino bullets at Earth. Neutrinos, if you guys didn't know, and I didn't really know, are the faintest particles we know about. They're difficult to detect. They're nearly massless. Now, they pass through our planet all the time. They uh, mostly come from the sun. They rarely, if ever, collide with protons, neutrons, and electrons, you know, making up our bodies and the dirt and everything around us. But these ultra-high-energy neutrinos from deep space are different. They're much rarer, they have wider, quote, cross-sections, meaning they're more likely to collide with us, with particles, with everything around us. So the scientists are trying to figure out where these neutrinos, they're trying to figure out where these ultra-high neutrinos are coming from. And for some reason, they seem to be coming out of Antarctica with no reason behind it, no theory behind it as to why or what under Antarctica is causing these ultra-high neutrinos, the ones that we have to worry about. So they're doing a bunch of different tests. They've got two different things called Anita and Ice Cube, but they say that neither of these is an ideal detector and they need follow-up searches in Antarctica to figure out just what happens to be under the ice. Now, if you're a fan of the movie The Thing, you already know what's under the ice. It's a giant UFO waiting to kill us all. Probably not. Up next, though, coming out of Pittsburgh, police say multiple people report hearing strange recording It sounds like child crying on the south side. Now, the police are urging anyone who hears a strange recording in the south side to call 911 immediately. They said they've received multiple recent reports from people on the south side who say they hear what sounds like a recording of a baby crying or a child asking for help. They say it's, they don't say this, but I'm saying this. It's probably not the black-eyed children, but what exactly is it? What the police are worried about is they say that there's a lot of people, a lot of young college girls that live in the South side. They have really kind hearts. If they hear a recording of a child asking for help or a baby crying, they might open their doors and be susceptible to something horrific. So they're saying, again, if you live in the South side of Pittsburgh, you hear a recording of a child asking for help or a baby crying, call 911. Do not open your doors. And again, If they are black-eyed children, that's good advice as well. Call 911. Don't open your doors. Up next in paranormal news, the Big Bang may have created a mirror universe where time runs backwards. Now, we've talked about parallel universes and mirror universes, different timelines, quite a bit on this show. But now we get science saying that might be true. We already know that there are probably infinite universes, that there's an infinite number of you, living an infinite number of decisions and lives in these infinite number of parallel universes. But there might be one where time is running backwards. I thought that was a really interesting one. It's a theory that was proposed in 2004, but now people are saying, we think this might be true. And if it is, well, there's some Benjamin Button Kurt out there just, uh, you know, aging backwards and doing this podcast backwards. So... You know, you have another chance to hear other episodes before you ever hear this episode. Alrighty, up next in paranormal news, the story that everybody sent me, and I love you all for it. Is that Bigfoot? A Washington traffic agency tweets a photo of something. The Twitter account for the agency shared a traffic cam's photograph that showed what appeared to be Sasquatch. In the still image taken by the webcam on Sherman Pass, a dark human-like figure can be certainly seen to be walking... To be seen in a walking stance zoom in it's the tree trunk shadow i want to believe but i don't believe this picture see i don't believe that i don't believe it's the tree trunk shadow i believe it truly is a person but it looks like a person with a hoodie not bigfoot to me but i'll post the photo anyway since so many people like i said since so many people sent me this one i'll post the photo up on facebook let me know what you guys think do you think this is really bigfoot do you think it's a guy in a hoodie like i do or like a parka or whatever Or do you think it's just the shadow of the tree trunk? Let me know what you guys think. But there's also a side story that Sasquatch isn't the first bizarre thing to appear on the Sherman Pass camera. Other things that they've caught on there that are odd are an inflatable alien doll that moved position several times. Christmas tree with battery-powered lights. They say there's somebody that is going up this 100-foot hike to the area where the traffic cam is situated and just having some fun. And finally in paranormal news, scientists say aliens and UFOs might be earthlings from the future. We've been chasing ET for a millennia, but nothing concrete to show for it. Well, that's bullshit. Aside from the conspiracy theories the claim that the US government has an alien spacecraft hidden away somewhere. Well, that's true. Michael Masters, a professor of biology anthropology, biological anthropology at Montana Technical University in Butte, thinks that UFOs are probably piloted by humans from the future, and not aliens from another planet. Now, again, this isn't the first time we've talked about this on this episode as well. This is a theory that's been going around for a while. The reason I'm adding it here is, now we have scientists saying, let's look into this theory. There is a good chance that what we're seeing aren't aliens, but time travelers. Now, like I said, we've talked about this so many times, so I'm going to get right into the next thing on here, but I thought that was an interesting story that science is kind of backing up what we've talked about for quite a while now. Before I take a quick break, I want to tell you about an event coming up that I've been invited to. The Paranormal Almanac has been invited to. And it's called the Haunted Souls Bazaar. Now it's May 2nd at the Heritage Square Museum. That's at 3800 Homer Street, Los Angeles, California. Seems like it's going to be a really, really cool event. It's it's, like it says, it's a Haunted Souls Bazaar. So they say picnic with us, bring your friends and family. Enjoy art vendors, food trucks, psychics, and take a tour of the Victorian houses. Now, like I said, they've invited Paranormal Almanac to have a booth there. And uh, my plan is to bring my little portable recorder and have anybody that wants to share their paranormal experience, share them, and I'll put a future episode up of just the Haunted Souls Bazaar paranormal or UFO or whatever experiences by the people that come by to visit me. Plus... It's a good chance to come by and visit me. So if you want to hang out, please come to this event. It seems like it's going to be a lot of fun. Like I said, I'm going to be there uh, from noon to 7, May 2nd, at the Heritage Square Museum, 3800 Homer Street, Los Angeles, California. If you want to buy tickets for it, you can go to eventbrite.com and search Haunted Souls Bazaar. Should be fun. I hope to see you all there. All right, let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back with me and my special guest, Sean Bishop. Okay, we are back. And on this edition, this is actually a precursor to the next episode, which is a listener ghost stories episode. All listener paranormal stories. So you do have some time. If you do want to get your listener paranormal story in, go to paranormalalmanac at gmail.com or send them over to me at Facebook. Look for Paranormal Almanac. But as a very special guest, as a very special precursor, I have one of my best friends here. One of the reasons I do this podcast, no joke, we started talking about Art Bell years and years ago, and because of that, I do this podcast. So I wanted to have him on because he has his own, maybe, paranormal, (laughs) definitely, definitely paranormal stories. Maybe. So, ladies and
1: gentlemen, paramaniacs everywhere. I want to welcome Sean Bishop to the program. I am so glad to be on the show, my friend. I am I have been uh, I am an avid listener and fan. Uh, and I just uh, you you keep me company when I'm sitting there drawing at the desk listening to all the creepy stuff we talk about in the garage. Dude.
0: I love it. I absolutely love it. I've been trying to get him on forever. It's just timing is a bear when he is as famous or popular or as busy Just as you busy, are. Yeah. I
1: can't say no to work. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's mostly it. But yeah, no, I am so glad to be here. This is great. This is great. This is great. Paranormal all the time. All day all the time. <laughs> We're a haunted people, Kurt. We uh we, we draw this stuff to ourselves. We're like magnets. We it.
0: have we have a few we have an omen house story oh. that we should share. We ooh, have ooh, a ooh, uh, yeah. um what's the
1: island called the where we went Catalina. Catalina story yeah. man. Oh well, we have we your we good. have your garage story so, That's right, the man in white. Yeah. And we had we actually caught an orb in real time on camera. Actual orb, not dust, an yeah. actual orb. Where we couldn't see it with our with our, our our eyes, uh, but it was manifesting on the lens and behaving very strangely among some of our friends, as we do. As exactly. <laughs> as it should. As should be. So yeah, so let's let's talk a bit
0: about um tell me your earliest. How about that? I'll start with that. I'll go easy on you. What's the Earliest paranormal story that you know, or a weird encounter, UFO, whatever thing that would be privy to this show. Three
1: years old. A hand shot out from under my bed and grabbed my ankle. Holy crap. Yeah. Seriously? Yeah. I, I, I shit fire and ran out of the room, pretty much. It was, <laughs> it was, it was, it was, that was the first paranormal encounter that I had. And there was nothing, obviously, there was nothing oh, there. Oh, God, no, no. But, uh, and the second was my toy box opening by itself. Jesus
0: Christ.
1: Yeah, just the lid going, a little bit and i was like Holy. as a little kid you sit just sit right up in bed to like eyes as wide as saucers and then i went and i went flying out of the room a second time Jesus. so i was like yeah no f that noise did you like, tell
0: anybody about this oh yeah
1: yeah and of course I go. No, you're just having a bad dream like hey you come in here i'll show you the goddamn bad dream yeah no i, I and i yeah. assume this didn't happen while you were
0: asleep you were awake
1: absolutely
0: See, that's Absolutely. what I, th- I, I don't like the fact that a lot of parents do that with their children. They always, you know, brush it off or say ghosts aren't real and all that crap. When they, deep down, and, everybody had a, everybody's had a paranormal and, and story. And by the way,
1: I, you know, my, my family is completely full of shit because they're Irish and haunted. Like, everyone has had paranormal experiences <laughs> in, my, in, in, in my, my family. And they're like, oh, that's nothing. I'm like, you, you did see that, right? You heard that voice, right? You saw that move by itself, Right. But they're also really religious. So is that part of it? Um, I, I don't know. Uh, I'm not sure. I think it's... it's. Uh, you just
0: think it's just a deep denial? Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I really yeah. do. All right. So from three years old, we go to... Uh, let me ask you this. What is your... Before we get to the house, because I'm going I'm to be asking a lot of questions about Sean's please, house. Please, please. Um,
1: before we get to your house, what was the one that made you go like, nope, and get the fuck out? Oh, the basement of my parents' house, uh, two weeks after my grandmother died. My mother was down there talking. The woman that says, yeah, 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 yeah." yeah. nothing under the bed, nothing to Talking to herself in the fucking basement. I'm like, hello? Like, we need to uh, get the butterfly net? I mean, like, what's going on? I said, what are you you doing? She's like, I'm talking to Nana. And I said, oh, are you? And she said, yeah, you can't feel her. You can't smell her perfume. And I said, are you losing? And the second I said that, it swirled around me, my grandmother's perfume. And it freaked me out so bad, I turned around and I ran upstairs like, nope. I went, nope. I I exactly said that. I went, nope, nope, nope. And she was like, it's just Nana. I'm like, nope. It completely freaked me out.
0: And that's the classic... Being visited after a death. Yep. Like right after the death. It's yep. usually perfume, cologne, tobacco. Those, like those something intense that it, smells. Yeah. The sensory perception. Yeah, something that connects you right to that, that person. Something that triggers
1: you immediately with that person. Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. That and was... did she
0: continue to talk to her or did it kind of fade away like most of those stories? No, nope, my do? mother
1: stayed down there. And I went upstairs and was like, uh, nope, nope. Really? Yeah, I'm going to go draw. <laughs> I was like, nope. I'm going to go play with Legos or, or Transformers. I don't know. Anything Anything other than this creepy sh- shit that's happening right down there in real time. Like, nope. I noped right out of there before I knew what noping out was. Holy crap. Yeah. So, you have... All right. Even though... Jesus,
0: that's Stitch. Sorry, destroying something underneath me. Um, yeah, it's
1: not crackling or a grease fire anywhere. <laughs> it's it's just Stitch mauling through um, a poor minion. A
0: poor minion is being
1: destroyed yeah. as we speak. But quiet about it, so we appreciate that.
0: <laughs> so, you always have had a, an interest in the paranormal. I know that. I I would almost say that
1: it's always had an interest in me.
0: See, I was gonna. That's that was gonna be my <laughs> my leading question. Do you think it's you have an interest because you're interested, or because it's interested in you? I
1: I think it's probably the the, the latter of the two. Uh, my whole family's been uh, you know it, it's haunted. Irish blood is haunted. I really fully believe that. And apparently, here here's a quick sidebar story that's great. My grandmother was not a bullshitter by trade. She was not a fan. She she was a very sweet, sort of simple country girl from 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 Trilly, You know what I mean? Um, and she didn't make shit up. It wasn't in her wheelhouse. Yeah. So back, um, and apparently the banshee. If you read the legends, they are tied to families with the O in front of that's them. That's true, yes. So my my family's maiden name, my mother's maiden name is O'Brien. Oh, I, didn't, I don't think I knew that. So when my grandmother, her and all of her siblings were clustered in the little Irish cottage out there in the country when their father was dying in the, the, the back room. And the doctor came in, they went into the back room, and they clustered all the kids out in the, the front room by the fire, and that's where they all sat and waited for the doctor to come with the news. And it was a still night, and all of a sudden the wind kicked up, and they heard howling all around the house. At oh, which wow. point, the door, which was bolted from the inside with a with a with a crossbeam, the crossbeam flew off. The door opened. The shrieking and wind came through the house. Opened the back door, went out. Both doors slammed at the same time, and the doctor came out and said the father had died. Wow. Yeah, my grandmother told that story a lot.
0: Holy crap! It's, and it
1: never changed. It was always like you would wait for the like, in it just like she was watching it in her head again. And I was like, "How you know, old do you think? How old do you think she was when that happened?" I think she was probably no, no, seven or eight. So yeah, it is imprinted. It was burned oh, in. Oh yeah. Holy crap! I wasn't there, and the stories burned into my head. I was like, "No, no, 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 Yeah. So that's my blood.
0: Now I know you're not a big UFO guy, but ever, ever, have you ever seen a UFO? Yep, my mother and I did. Really? Yep.
1: Where at? Uh, over our my grandparents' house, where we grew Well, not over, over, but in the yeah, distance, yeah, yeah. where we saw something just going like a bat out of hell. And my mother and I both stopped and said, What is that? And then it stopped, it made a right angle turn, shot right up into the sky. And we just sat there, like at the end of ET, staring at the house. What city? Uh, Lynn, Massachusetts. Oh, okay. And we lived on top of a big hill at the time in a three story house. Our whole family lived in there, and it overlooked all of Boston. Uh, so you would always see planes going by and twinkling stars, but this thing moved unlike anything we had ever seen. And my mother looked at each other. We didn't say anything, and we just walked in the house. See, that's I'm glad that you brought that
0: up, too, because um, there was a listener that— uh, I just did an episode about triangles, and one of the, stin- one of the things about the triangles— shit. Oh, yeah. Well, what I was talking about the triangles was about ghost planes in the U.K. Hmm. And a listener—and I'll I'll be telling that story, don't worry, because I want to give this listener all full credit— a listener has actually witnessed these ghost planes, and they think they're World War II ghost planes that just oh, are coming back in, dude. And he, and this listener, I think it was. I I apologize. I'll have it prepared for the next episode i think it was a guy he was saying he goes look i know what the planes look like the real planes that are flying in yeah this was not that yeah. so for you you knew what the airport and the airplanes look like oh yeah this yeah, and was, it was not nowhere that. near
1: the airport it was you know
0: and it wasn't venus and
1: it wasn't no, any no, of that i don't bullshit. think venus makes a right angle turn and <laughs> exactly. shoots up into the sky yeah i was like holy crap
0: man so you have had the gambit no bigfoot though not yet we no. gotta
1: we gotta get that on not you. yet
0: we gotta check that one off the list we should go. Actually, we should go out looking for Bigfoot.
1: I think Dude, that'd be cool. I, I gotta be honest with, with you. If I, if we're out in the middle of the woods and you hear like those Bigfoot yells that they did on the Ark Bell <laughs> show, I'm like I'm shitting a tower to the moon. That's how I'm getting out of there.
0: I gotta say, like Expedition Bigfoot, this new show that's on. I love it, man. Like Damn. I think they're going to find a Bigfoot, oh given enough time, because they're actually spending weeks out in the wilderness searching for it.
1: You know what amazes me is the weird supernatural component that accompanies all Bigfoot sightings. There's always yeah. weird triangles, There's all UFO sightings, yep. other cryptid sightings along with it. And that's
0: what's happening on this show too. And this guy Bryce Johnson, that's that's a the big Bigfoot uh, guy. He's a, the uh, he's one of the hosts on Bigfoot Collectors Club podcast. Fantastic podcast. Nice. Um, he is 100% convinced that there is a UFO connection or some kind of interdimensional connection with Bigfoot. Interesting. Yeah. All right, but, but sorry, that was my own little tangent on, <laughs> on Bigfoot. <laughs> we do that a lot. Yeah. Hell yeah. It's
1: like sitting in the garage exactly. talking. Exactly. Yeah.
0: So, bringing up the garage, let's get to your house because you said that there's part of the story that I've never heard and I'm very
1: eager to hear it. Which part is this?
0: I don't know. You said, you know, you know I haven't even told you the whole thing about Finding the house. Well, the weird everything.
1: serendipity of finding the house, yeah. it was almost like, you know, they talk about an Amityville, like the house found me. Yeah. That it called to me. It was the weirdest thing. And how old is the house? Uh, It was built in 1911. 1911.
0: Yeah. Beautiful craftsman, 1911. Yeah. You know, exactly what you think of when you think of an old, like Doc Brown. It looks look like a house. miniature
1: version of Doc Brown's Yeah. House. Yeah. 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 That old arts and crafts style. It's quite. It's it's nice. And it was an absolute shithole when I bought it, which is the only reason I could afford to buy the house because it had been left uh, run down to renters for about twenty five years. Jesus. Just a steady stream of people in and out. And by the way, I'm completely convinced that that somebody during that twenty five year cycle brought something in with them. I'm sure multiple people. Oh might have sure. brought, Invited something into the house. You know, when you get a, get a steady stream of people going through there, you don't know what people are doing. Oh yeah. Have you
0: ever checked to see if there's any deaths in the none. house? None.
1: None we we've really? looked up, yeah. None that we can find that have been recorded, but nineteen eleven That's a lot they didn't yeah. report shit. You know, yeah. they would miscarry babies and just throw them away. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? It's like oh, it's yeah. like who knows what was going down in Pasadena, which is also one of the most haunted cities in the world. Not That's only true. the West Coast. But you got a whole show to do at some point with Jack Parsons opening weird portals and the shit bit that goes about down. It, yeah. Dude, there oh, there yeah. Pasadena is so lit up because whatever they opened they never closed so well, that's it's like how a revolving was, door yeah. of, of of weird chaotic energy.
0: Well that's like with Aleister Crowley that same group yep. when when he was in uh um,
1: Ron Hubbard Oh yeah Jesus. when he was
0: he was in Inverness right along the the uh, the Loch oh, he did the same thing he opened yeah. stuff up and never closed it. Mm-hmm. So, all right. So you you go and you're looking for a house. You find this. I did. I had a hundred-year-old
1: house. I had a ritual. I would I would go down, and th- this was when I was working at DreamWorks, and I would I was living in Valencia, so it was a bit of a commute. So I would drive down, and I'd stop at the local diner cafe. I'd stop at Hill Street yeah, on, yeah, yeah. on Glen Oaks. And they always had the real estate guides out front—the homes and land, that oh, stuff. Oh yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. Sometimes you're bored. You know, sometimes I write my journal, but sometimes I'd grab the homes and land because at some point, you know, I wanted to live, move out of the apartment and get a house with a yard so I could have a dog, a tree. I mean, I grew up in Massachusetts. I wanted neighbors. Yeah. You know, not like the people you live next to in an apartment complex and don't speak to for thirty years. Exactly. Out here in California, so I would sort of pipe dream and just look it through the real estate ads while well, I had my eggs and wheat toast. Um, and I wasn't really ready to buy a house. I was just looking and seeing what was out there. So I'm there one day, and I open up the Homes and Land to a page. Boom. And I just see the shape immediately of the house. And I go, wow, that's a great-looking house. I love the shape. I love the gables, the way it do the, the, yeah, yeah. the pictures, the way it was taken. And I'm like, immediately, I'm like, wow. And I looked at the price. And I'm like, that's not bad at all. And it said Craftsman Triplex in Pasadena. I didn't even know what the hell a triplex was. It turns out it's separated into three units for three different renters.
0: I still can't picture that in your house. I gotta look at that one day when I'm there.
1: Yep, the uh, the, the, uh, the 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 in-law suite that my my in-laws yeah. live in right now. That's got its own kitchen and stuff. So somebody oh. had that as an apartment.
0: Oh, I didn't think I'd realize.
1: Yeah, that. it's got a, it's got its own full kitchen, a tiny little Roger Rabbit kitchen. It's oh. got a vintage fridge up there, the black and white checkerboard floors, that's and the awesome. and the vintage sink and, and stove, the Stetler. Uh, yeah, 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 just like the downstairs one. Yeah, yeah. So there's a kid. That, so somebody was living in the full unit downstairs, and the two rooms upstairs are separated into apartments, which is there ain't nothing apartment about the studio that, you know, that, that you see that I've got. So that was a little bit, you know, not as legit. So anyway, I look at it, I was compelled to call the number and just ask. So I did, right there sitting at the table. And the guy says, oh no, that's not in the market anymore, it's an escrow. I went, ah, oh, shit. Of course. Oh, yeah. Not yeah. meant to be. Yeah. Of course. I'm like, so the one thing, I'm, I'm like, <laughs> hey, this looks good. Oh no, not for you, kid. I'm like, mother F. So... Time goes by, two, three months, come back to Hill Street, sitting down my routine, open up Homes and Land, boom, Craftsman Triplex in Pasadena, I'm like, what the shit, same picture. So I call up, I'm like, hey, what, I thought this was sold, there was any of the guys, nope, escrow fell through, would you like to see it? And I went, yeah, and I thought, what, did did that voice come out of my mouth? I was like, I just went, yes, before my brain was like, whoa, 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 that was fast. So this is where that weird serendipity starts, I'm like, I didn't even know why I said yes. And he did something weird that you're not supposed to do. He gave me the the address so I could drive by and check it out. And this yeah. is at the height of the boom. So these guys are trying anything they could to sell on anybody. So oh, yeah. they gave me the address. So I drove down from Valencia and I started driving around the area of Pasadena that I live in now. And I was like, oh, my God, how long has this been here? I had somehow never really made it to that area of Pasadena and then realized, you know, they shot just about every goddamn 80s movie there. Oh, know? yeah, and they we, did. Yeah. And, and, and for those that don't know, I live about two miles from the Gamble House, so Doc Brown's mansion is right in my neighborhood. It's Isn't it near, like, all right, so it's all Back to the Future Houses.
0: It's yeah. near Pee-wee's house, right? From Pee-wee's Big Adventure? Yes. Yeah, yes. so like, yeah, you're right. Everything in yeah, the 80s. Yeah, they shot everything
1: yeah. in Pasadena. Teen Wolf, they shot that all mm. through Pasadena.
0: That's right. I forgot about Teen Wolf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. La Cunada and yeah. stuff
1: like yeah. It was just amazing. So I'm like, oh my God, this place is beautiful get on the phone with the guy the next day he's like are you interested do you like to make an offer I said you know what I would and thus began an insane um roller coaster of madness the first is it was right before the bubble burst for the real estate bubble sure here. so my loan was of course at Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac oh. and the bottom just dropped out and everything shit the bed so I ended up having a 90 day escrow because what what happens was I was I was at a bank and the wave would hit and everything would get defunded, and i have to go to the next bank yeah. that was still solvent, and then it would it happen three, four times. So after this ordeal, I finally get the house, and what they do is out here in California, uh, maybe that way for everywhere in the country, they tent it for termites. They may, they oh, bug-bomb yeah. bug yep. the house. Yep. So they wrap the house, and they bug-bomb it. But the preface that i got to say is, the when I went to tour the house, before I decided to buy it, there is a woman living in the downstairs um, portion of it. Named Mila, she's a very sweet lady, and she had a white German Shepherd named Snowflake, which was a beautiful dog. But the interesting thing is, I stepped over the threshold of the house, and I was like, mmm. I got yeah, know, like when we walk in the rooms, and I put my arm out. Yeah, I was like, "Mmm." I was like, "There's something," and I, I I may have described this before. There, it was the spiritual equivalent of a stink under perfume.
0: Oh, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's actually a damn good description. Holy crap.
1: And I was like, mm, kind of nice vibe, but there's something here. Like, to, I'm like, I don't know if I'd want to be standing in the house in the dark at three in the morning. That was what I thought to myself. I'm like, there's something here.
0: For the house you're buying.
1: Right. <laughs> so I'm touring the downstairs and she's got scented candles everywhere. She just seems like earthy, hippie, just sweet person. So I said to her, I said, I, I said, I'm going to ask you a silly question. That sounds funny coming from someone who looks like me, you know, because yeah, I, yeah. I, I look like baby Sasquatch. Um, <laughs> but I was literally like, you know, and I said it like this. I said, how's the energy here? And she burst out laughing. like, yeah, but no, uh, serious. I'm, I'm like, yeah, I know I look like a tiny lumberjack, but but how is the energy here? And she, it was very pointed. She looked at me seriously then she looked at the real estate agent. And look back at me again. She goes, I don't know what I'm allowed to say. Oh. I went, oh, shiz. Well, you can say it to me. He First of all, he's not the real estate police, so you can say anything you want in front yeah. of him. And second of all, I am legitimately thinking of buying this house. If there's something here I need to know. She goes, when I first moved in, it was really heavy. It was really bad. She goes, but I've done a lot of work, and I've turned it around. I said, I can tell. But I can also tell there's there's something here. She goes...
0: Did you know how long she'd been living
1: there? She, about two years, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, and like the, the, the other thing about the woman that, that, that lived there, the male the woman, she was an, uh, a massage and aromatherapist. So she had tons of candles and, and scents and all sorts of soothing sort of things around the house that yeah. helped keep everything at bay. And the other thing that I noticed was that her German shepherd was completely at ease in the house. So that made me feel better because, ladies and gentlemen, I mean, I don't know if you... Used to hauntings, but you want a good barometer, have an animal. That's true. That is very true. And listen to them. Uh, But this, that was the thing that made me feel better about making the purchase, was the dog seemed totally at ease. Sure. And clearly, maybe it's because the owner was there, you know, whatever. But, so, like I said, so I I bought the place, they tented it for termites, and, boy, I gotta tell you, the day that I came back to the house, after the, the tent had been removed... Put the key in the lock, turned it, and as I stepped over the threshold, it was like somebody was pushing down on my shoulders. Really? That heavy. In fact, we used to. I grew up in New England, and we would say that you know, in, in the in the dead of summer, like like July, August, it'd be one of those things where you open the front door of your house, and it's like someone just dropped a wet blanket. On oh top yeah. Of, you know, it oh, felt yeah. like that, except without the humidity part. It just like it felt heavy heavy and i sort of shuddered as i stepped over the threshold and i was like oof i was like that i'm, I'm just gonna shake it off it's a new house it's empty a little bit creepy because sure. when, they, when they when they bug bomb they open all the doors and all the cabinets and they just open everything and spray everywhere so every door and cabinet in the entire house was open yeah all the closet doors the bedrooms doors all the be- bathroom and bedroom ca- you know you know kitchen cabinets so, the first thing I did was I went through the house and closed everything. And what I noticed is from the front of the house to the back of the house, the further I got towards the back, the heavier the vibe got. Yeah. To the point where it was so palpable, I thought to myself, this isn't just in my brain. There's, there's an energy here. Thinking, well, what am I going to do about it? Is it bad? Is it good? I'm not quite sure yet, but it's heavy. So, I went through, closed all the cabinets, closed all the doors, and I made my way upstairs to what is now the studio. Sure. And we have a small hallway upstairs that has a closet that sort of runs the back of the house, um, and that door was open. So I went and I closed all the closet doors and everything. Like that. that was the last one that I closed. And I turned my back on the door. You never turn your back. Of course, you don't know. <laughs> you don't know that until it happens. You're like, why did I turn around? Turn my back on the door. I walk into what is now our studio, and I hear a click, click, and then thunk as it hits the back. And I turn around. And there's that big black gaping maw of a triangle of the closet door just staring at me. And I go, oh, that's a little creepy. I'm alone in this house. It's all echoey. Now, did
0: you think, like, this is my imagination running away with me? I'm going to go te- check the door, see if the door Well, lashes. that's what it was. I'm,
1: I'm like, uh, clearly, it's, it's I'm, I'm not going to go crazy yeah. at first. So I go over like in the horror movies like like you're not <laughs> supposed to I peek my head inside the closet and look down the length of that dark triangle see that's brave right there and it is a little cold it was a little heavy and I went nah. I was like okay it's it's a new house I'm just I'm getting spooked close the door again walk back into the studio which is right across the closed door right here click click and thunk again I went and I didn't even turn around at this point I'm just going, yeah, because what do you do? Me. You're in this now. You bought this house. So now I turn around, and I look, and the door's open again. And I go, all right, maybe it's a loose latch. And the latch was loose. So this time, I close it. I slam it hard, and I jiggle it exactly. back and forth to make Check sure it. that yeah. it is locked in. The pin is in. Everything is good. The latch is in. Great. And to make myself feel better, I walk backwards into the studio while keeping my eye on the door. <laughs> and I say, gee, I hope it's not the ghost. And the second I said that, I watched the doorknob turn and the door flung open and slammed against the back oh wow of, against the wall. And I I shaggied right the fuck out of there. I was like, you know, <laughs> ran I was Jesus. like I went I went dun, 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 down the stairs and I left the house for 2 days. And I was like, all right, I'm I I need I need to process this. So
0: now, were you thinking, like, I got to get out of this, or were you just, like... I did. At one yeah. point,
1: I tried to back out of the sale, and the lady Jesus. said she was going to sue me. I said, you sold me a haunted house, bitch. You know, and she was like, yeah, I never had a problem there. I'm like, that's probably because you're insensitive and can't feel anything. Yeah. Uh, I was like, well, I don't care what you felt. I'm telling you what the fuck. I'm, I'm seeing Amityville shit here. But she was like, no, I, I, I didn't want to be in that house so bad when I knew I was stuck with the house. Quote, unquote, stuck. Yeah. Um, I was actually going to, it was so bad I was going to stay in my apartment in Valencia and rent the house out. Jesus. Because I couldn't get out. I was like, I'm not living in that fucking place. So after the initial opening of the doors, I left for two days and didn't come back. So then I made sure to come back on like a Saturday. It's nice and sunny. All the all the windows, you know, it, it was nice out. I opened up all the windows, had a breeze come through. I brought my portable uh music box with oh, me, sure. and I was playing, like, big band music to make it feel, you know, because I, I was working in the house. I was, yeah. I, was, I, was, I was, like, fixing shit up. But the interesting thing is I came back to the house, went upstairs, closet door still open. I go into the kitchen, the cupboards are open. Oh, wow. I go into the back bedroom, that closet door is open. And these were definitely closed. All, I closed them all myself, and wow. I like, you've got to be shitting me. And I'm like, well, the... Logical earthly explanation is somebody snuck into the house and opened all the doors and left. Yeah, <laughs> Funny.
0: Yeah, checking to see if maybe yeah. you
1: moved some stuff in. Is and that probable? Steel. I don't know. So I went around and closed all the doors again. Trepidatiously walked up. the, And here's the funny thing, because I had closed the, the, the doorway to the stairwell that went up. This is one of the t- first times I felt the presence. So I opened the door to walk back upstairs, and it literally felt like there was someone standing in my way. Wow. And not only were they standing in my way, it felt like they were glaring at me. It was absolutely like somebody angry is standing in front of me. And again, I went, what the fuck? And as I took a step, I could feel it move away from me. As I took another step, I could feel it move further up. And at one point, I, so I started walking faster, and I could feel it backing away from me as fast as it could and wedging itself in the corner where I had to turn around and go up the second set of stairs. Yeah. And I could feel it to the point where I looked at it like I was eye-fucking the thing. Yeah. And I'm like, there's something in the goddamn corner. I can feel it standing away from me. Like a presence, like the way the air shifts when somebody is there or enters a room. Sure. So I go up there, I close the closet door, and then it dissipates. Like there's no energy in the stairs at all. So I don't know where it went. Yeah. So I walk back downstairs. I walk into the kitchen. I hear Click, click. ah, Funk. and i walk back up and i peek and that fucking closet door is open again
0: why do you think it's the closet i it's always
1: the closet it really is
0: it really is when when like i've heard parts of this story i've never heard this detail and i've been in that closet sean actually opened it up yeah go ahead yeah and it is creepy yep. it's not it's not and it's not a normal closet either
1: no, no. like and this isn't the you're thinking of the one downstairs Oh, and the ma- I- master bedroom. We're talking about the one of the upstairs. Oh right? shit! Is, no, oh, no, this, this is, is a different one. In two separate places. Oh wow! We haven't even gotten to the oh, demon closet Jesus. yet. Jesus.
0: Okay, that's what I was thinking. It was yeah, all no. going to lead up to the demon yeah, closet. Yeah, the water
1: closet. Yeah. in our bedroom. Yeah, which I never thought that would be my bedroom. Believe me.
0: That's where. All right. See, that's where I was picturing because yeah, no, I was no, I was in no. that one, and it's yeah. Okay. This was Jesus. the first closet. Okay, so. All right, so we haven't even long... gotten to that. One Good yet. lord! All so, right, so go ahead, yeah, but we're yeah. coming
1: to that. So then downstairs, I hear click, click, meh, thunk, and I go down, in that closet in what is now my master, master bedroom is open.
0: Jesus! And
1: that one felt hateful. I walked over to close the closet, and again, it felt like someone was standing in there, yeah, and just seething, just hateful. It's so bad that I recoil. I was like, "What the fuck?" and I walked into the closet and I felt it leave and suddenly the closet warmed up and I went and I closed the door to the closet and then the closet upstairs opened again. So I was, it was fucking with me. I'm going up and down, up and down. Do you and, think it's uh, the same entity? Or no, you think it's, it was two different ones. Okay, that's what I was, was going to say. Two different ones. Yeah. Uh, one felt, the one in the upstairs hallway felt kind of confused, like it didn't understand what I was doing there. The one in the what is now our master bedroom was fucking hateful. I don't even think it was human jesus and you saw the picture yes
0: yeah Fred. which we, is you yeah. got
1: a picture of it and it wasn't human yeah i right. wasn't well, even close let's
0: jump that's actually a good point to let's jump to the picture because that is the a, fraggle yes
1: yeah so long story short all the shit was happening and i mentioned it to my buddy gary who we know yes Gary. yeah and he said well my brother does house cleansings i said excuse me He's like, well, yeah. He's always been a sensitive, and he does cleansings. It's a, it's a mixing of a Native American, a little bit of a Voodoo, a little bit of Christian, because they're all sort of weirdly intertwined. Sure, a lot of people don't realize it, but every religion steals from every other religion. Oh God, yeah. So whatever that juju is, you know, you don't quite know why it works, but it does. So Gary said, I think Stephen would be happy to do this cleansing in your house. He goes, but um, we got to come over and do a walkthrough. I went, okay. I said, none of this sounds as sounds any more crazy than the shit I'm seeing inside the house. Exactly. So, I'm down. Let's do that. So, they came over for the initial walkthrough one night. It was Gary, his two sons, who were also sensitive, and his brother, Steven, who does the cleansings. And the second he stepped over the threshold, he goes, oh, God, fuck that. And I said, yeah, it's heavy, right? He goes, yeah, I don't know what the fuck you got here, but it's pissed. Really? Yeah. And you hadn't really told him anything, right? I told him nothing. Yeah. Gary's just... Come over, look at my buddy's house, see what you think. He was like, oh, Jesus. Then the further back he got, and then he, you know, he went into, he opened the doorway to the stairway. He goes, yep. And he goes, something, something in here. Wow. Not too happy. But then he got to that back closet and he opened the door and he went, oh, and he closed the again. and went, fuck that. He goes, I don't know what the fuck you got going in there. And I didn't tell him any of anything about where the problem places were. And that was the night when we came in that all the blinds in that room started to go, <coughs> oh, that's <coughs> right. <coughs> just back and forth like waving and then they all stopped at once all four windows jesus it was insane so i so stephen was like yeah uh your house is fucked we gotta get in here and this is what we're gonna do he goes we'll do the ritual tomorrow night blah 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 and we need to you know do prayers to this and we need to light this candle in this order blah 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 and i was like doesn't sound any more insane than what i've been witnessing yeah and they came over the next night to do the ritual and it was literally Consecrating the doorways with rum and shit, like you know, doing a finger length of rum along the doorway with your thumb and stuff like that, and uh, a little bit of prayers and stuff. And at one point, Stephen went into the problem closet and started to do an invocation with a with a candle. And he stopped in mid invocation and started to cry in a woman's voice. Whoa,
0: I didn't know this.
1: Yeah, and just kept sobbing over and over, saying, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry." I'm sorry, I'm so sorry. I'm so, just over and over again. Gary turned white. Wow. He's never seen his brother do anything like that. To the point where, when Stephen came out of it, he looked at him, he goes, "Was I just crying?" Like, And, oh, and crap. he's not an actor of it. Like he's not. Yeah, yeah, of yeah. The bull, you've met the whole family. Yeah. You know? yeah. It's not, it was completely re- legit. And once he did that, him and Calvin, Gary's son backed out of the closet, and that's when I took that picture. Yeah. Describe
0: describe the picture cuz this is It very looks like cold. a
1: black cookie monster.
0: It really does. I think Gary's in the photo, right if I remember correctly. Uh,
1: it's Steve, no, it's Steven and Calvin. Th- and Gary was behind me. I was okay, holding so the Stephen,
0: camera. Okay, so Steven All right, so there's yeah. yeah, there's two guys in the photo off to the side a little bit, but right there, yeah, in the corner, it's not a blur, it's not an orb, it's
1: not It is a a a physical physical manifestation. It looks like a black cookie monster peeking up from the corner of the frame like it was hiding or squatting somewhere. Like we had chased it out of that closet and it had nowhere to go.
0: I've seen the photo. It's been a while since I've seen the photo, but I've seen the photo and I couldn't explain it. I couldn't immediately debunk it by, oh, that's your zipper from
1: your jacket or your... Thumb and, or whatever. And everybody who has seen the photo gets an awful bad vibe. Oh yeah. They nobody likes it. I've showed people that photo without even knowing what it is. They go, What the fuck is that thing? Yeah. They're like, I don't like that photo. I'm like, yeah, that's because it's a, there's a creeper in it. You know, Jesus. I'm like, you, it, it was very spooky. So
0: how long after the photo did the, the So actually I guess the better question would be, did the cleansing seem to work?
1: Yes. So here's what happened. So right after that photo was taken, shortly after that, Gary had to leave and, and uh and take one of his sons to some place. And he was bringing his other younger son back in because people had been going back and forth. So, for a while, it was just Steve and I. So, Gary and everyone left. And then Steve and I went out onto the porch and said, what do we do now? And he goes, we sit here and wait till the house warms up. Then we go back in. But the last step of the ritual was to burn sage yes. in an incense um, like decanter on the front porch. And... Steven went and put a small amount of sage at the bottom of the decanter and lit it. And we jumped back because it went off like a gasoline bomb, which sage is not supposed to, be say, to do. I was going
0: to say, if you guys have never used sage, it just burns like It's incense. a smoldering
1: weed. Yeah. No, this went off like an acetylene torch. I'd never seen anything like it before in my life, literally. And it was this skull-shaped decanter that had open eyes. and So literally flame was shooting up the top of its head you out of the it. eye holes. Holy crap. And we both jumped back. I said, is Sage supposed to do that? He goes, fucking, I don't know anything that's supposed to do that. And luckily we had witnesses because Gary and his son came back at the same time. And Gary goes, what the fuck did you put in that? And we're like, Sage. And that was the running joke. He's like, does Sage do that? They're like, no. <laughs> and it burned so hot that it actually fused the decanter to the 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 porch. Oh, wow. We literally had to kick it to break it off, and the square is still there to this day, of where it infused the porch. I'm gonna, I almost On jumped ahead. On the front ahead. porch. I almost jumped ahead, but no, oh, keep going, yeah. I know you're going to yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so um, we all went outside, and Stephen and I had, had a beer. After about 20 minutes, he goes, all right, let's go, go in, see how the house feels. Open that front door, step over the threshold, whole different house. Really? Light and airy closets and are you cool could absolutely absolutely i couldn't in in the back room where the big big problem yeah, yeah. was was perpetually exorcist freezing like reagan mcneil's bedroom really even in the dead of summer like you needed a sweater in there Holy. now it was like 80 degrees in there just like it was in the rest of the house because when the you know it was, yeah. it was a warm day everything warmed up i've never seen anything like that in my life so to see such a physical reaction of a space after that, made me a believer in so many things. And I'll tell you one thing. I I, I, I was dating her at the time, and it helped break us up. Because she couldn't wrap her head around, like, I literally told her everything that happened, and she thought I was a fool for doing all this stuff. I'm like, you didn't see what I saw. Yeah, no. And no matter how I explained it to her, no matter the fact that we had been together for so long, and I wasn't a liar, I didn't make shit up, couldn't wrap her head around that. And that really drove a wedge between us at the end, because I'm like, it fucking happened. I'm not a liar. I didn't imagine... Twelve people didn't imagine this I was going to say, you have witnesses. It's oh, not just it, uh, you. Yeah, I'm not the only one. So how quickly
0: after the cleansing did you say, all right, I'm moving in, next everything's day, cool.
1: Really? Next day. I'll tell you what I did the next day. And this is amazing. I had a cat at the time. One of the most amazing cats ever. His name was Sith. Black and white cat, tuxedo pattern. He was just like a little human. He was just so smart, so sweet, so intuitive. I was bringing the cats back and forth with me while I was working on the, on, on the thing just to have little heartbeats around the house. So I brought him into the house the day after the cleansing, and I dropped his four feet on the bare floorboards. I went, how's it feel? Because I talk to my animals. Sure, all of course. And he looked up at me, and then he looked back, sort of looking off into the house, and he just slowly walked off and went into that back bedroom. Huh. And I followed him in, and he was at the now closed closet door, because it was staying closed now, and he was sniffing at it. And then he looked at me, and I opened the door. And here's the thing that's interesting about part of the ritual is you make three effigies. We had three of them. Made out of of tea bags, and also basically a voodoo sort of element, personification of a person made out of tea bags. And what you included in there was a little bit of tobacco, a little bit of earth, a coin, all sorts of things that human or physical people might be attracted to in their life, remnants of that. They're basically like little ghost traps. Sure. And they were placed in different places in the house, three different places. And the one that was in the worst closet we put in the light fixture inside the closet. And Sith walked to the door of the closet, so I opened it. He walked right in, jumped up on the two shelves, and then walked over to the light fixture and sniffed it. Holy crap. And then he jumped down into the floor of the closet and curled up and went to sleep. And I went, I guess we're good. Yeah. And I started moving boxes in.
0: Did he ever have, especially Sith, I was going to ask about all your animals, but uh, Sith especially, did he ever have any encounters like nope. something's back
1: not once ever good nope the only encounters i had with ghosts after them was with them after they had passed i really? had visitations from both of them at one point Aww, i actually I, I actually saw my cat ripley she headbutted the door open and walked into the room Aww, i love that and then i heard her footsteps she walked behind our dresser disappeared but then a second later, we felt her jump up on the bed with the little paw prints, and then they faded out as she got to the middle of the bed.
0: I love that.
1: And both Kelly and I witnessed that.
0: Okay, so I'm going to jump ahead a little bit. I apologize, but I want to get to a couple of definite things.
1: Right, because I might have glossed over it. There's so much. There really Like is. you forget. Well, all right, so the We're talk about the footprints. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There are three child-sized footprints burned into the floorboards of uh, the hallway that are leading from the bathroom to our bedroom there are three very distinct child footprints
0: i have i've investigated the footprints sean was telling me about it one day i went up and checked it out they are not stained like Mm-mm. the it stained the wood or there's tea stains or even wood stain stains they're not stained they're not I guess that it's not paridolia or whatever you call it. It doesn't look like a like foot- a stand. They're yeah. three, one, they are two, three footprints. Yeah, a hundred percent. He's right. They're smaller. They're child size footprints. Mm-hmm. I could not tell you what could cause those footprints other than they're burnt footprints. It's There's not. It's not like someone put like an you know iron down. You know on what's the, weird the though? Foot,
1: what's that? Footprints are fading.
0: Really. Mm-hmm. No, I'm trying to think how long it's been I'm since I've seen them. It's been a few telling years. Telling you, it's
1: the energy of the house. We have yeah. worked so hard, and now that's a house full of love. Oh God! A house full yeah, full of laughter. We have my in-laws full living family, with us. Yeah. We have a two and a half year old. It is just a constant stream of laughter and joy, uh, and that is absolutely to, like. You can change the energy of your house, but it takes a lot. It literally took a village. It took our whole family. Sure. To change.
0: And you saying that. The vibration that, of that house. It is not. Things aren't stopping because no. to jump ahead again.
1: Um, it's still an active house, like all various. of Pasadena. Yeah, there's vortexes, there's high energy spots still. We have what we call pass throughs. Yes, occasionally we'll have an uptick in activity, and that'll go away. Mostly, we get phantom sounds. Well, like cookie sheets dropping or metal plates clanging, like a hubcap going glung 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 really? glung. And I'll get up, I'll be like, uh, do you see a metal plate on the ground where you just heard that sound? Kelly's like, no. I'm like, yeah, well, there's another one. Wow. Cookie sheet dropping in the kitchen where there is no one making cookies.
0: Well, you had a party at your house. Oh, there was a bunch of people outside the yes. backyard. He had a party at his house. I was at the party. The man and wife. Yeah, man. And so I was standing there towards the entrance of the garage. If you walk into the garage and then turn to the left and then turn to the right, there's a fridge. So... I was chatting with somebody and this guy walked up and I thought it was one of the guys from the party looking for, cause that's what everybody does. They walk in, they go, Hey, where's the fridge? And I point to the fridge and
1: kind of they thing. go to the fridge. Yeah.
0: So I went, yeah. Oh, you just turn to your right. It'll be right there on the right hand side. And then I kept talking and then I went, well, I, I should make sure. So I looked over and there's nobody in the garage. Gone. There is no way for anybody to get out of Gone. the garage anyway. You'd have to walk right by me. Yep. But clear as day, not the corner of my eye, clear as day, yep. I saw a man in white go into the garage. Yep. Just assuming that he was
1: going for the fridge. It's been seen about half a dozen times by different people.
0: Yeah, and then after that fact, I find out that this is a very common occurrence. Yep. And I'd never heard those stories before. I'd never heard. What is that from heard.
1: Ghostbusters? Is it a free repeater? Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a free exactly. repeater. Exactly.
0: I had never heard the Old stories floating, before until you...
1: torso, vaporous apparition. Until I said it to you, and you were like, oh, yeah. You know, who was it that had the uh, the sit-down with the with the man in white? It was my buddy Steve, me, Dana, and Jose. We were all sitting around talking one night, sitting in the garage, and suddenly my buddy Steve looks to his right and goes, oh, and then picks up his chair and moves over as if he's making room for somebody, and we don't think anything of it because they're all just babble 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 and then about five minutes later after we're talking steve goes hey where'd your friend go i said what friend we're all here no the guy in white that just came in i said nobody came in and Dana goes no dude i saw him too that's why he moved i said are you fucking kidding me i'm like so dude walks in two of us see him two of us don't yeah oh yeah and it still breaks Dana's brain. He still talks to me. He goes, no, man, I saw him. I saw him. was wearing a white shirt, blah, blah, blah. Yeah,
0: I... Well, that's just like me. I would not... Saw him? I wouldn't make shit up. I
1: literally was yep. like, oh, it's there to the right. One of my students... When I was having a graduation party for for, for uh, a bunch of my students from, from uh, Laguna College, where I taught, uh, one of my students, Bella, who's a sensitive, um, I was sitting there talking to her, and I heard the refrigerator door slam behind me in the garage. I turned, I looked, and nobody was there. I turned, I looked back at Bella, and her eyes are wide as saucers. I said, let me guess. Guy in white? She nods. Went in, opened the the refrigerator. She nods. I said, disappeared? She went, yeah. I said, yeah. I said, that happens sometimes around here. She goes, I'm not going in there. I'm like, I understand. I was like, but it's okay. Like, I don't know what it is, but it ain't mean. Yeah, I didn't get a
0: bad feeling. And by the way,
1: the dude only shows up when there's a group of people, when the vibe is good, the laughter is high that's when that dude shows up, when there's a positive, happy, fun vibe. So weird. It's always garage day. When everyone's laughing or there's a party, that's when that fucking guy shows up. Clear as day. I've never seen him, and I go into that garage five, six, seven times a day. I'll go into three in the morning when I can't sleep, and every time I go in... I glance over there with that fridge, yeah, like yeah. you're gonna be there, motherfucker. And yeah. like, I've never, I've looked out. You know, sometimes I leave the lights on in the garage. I'll look out there and I'll be looking for any shadows or movement. I never see anything. And,
0: and I, I just want to reiterate, it, it's not a power of suggestion. No one had told me the man in no. white story. No, no one had told me anything about the fridge. No. I a hundred percent just thought it was one of his friends walking to the fridge. It was a very weird encounter. Yeah. I can't explain that one either. There's, there's a few things and, that I can't explain. Like not.
1: Not transparent. No. Just full. No, it's a guy. Physical dude. was yeah. like, hey man, like, yeah. like just, hey, where's the fridge? Over there, dude. Yep.
0: I don't, I can't, I can't it's, explain it's that one.
1: fucking Pasadena, man. Pasadena is a haunted city. I often call it, you know, like I grew up in Massachusetts. I spent my entire childhood in Salem. And I call Pasadena the Salem of the West Coast. Oh, yeah. There's so many similarities. It's It's not even funny. It's a very haunted city. Thank so, you, Jack Parsons. Yeah, no John kidding. Whiteside Parsons. Seriously, you dick. Close the door. Close a door when you open it. You <laughs> son of a bitch. Now I got the man in white in my goddamn garage. Thanks for that.
0: Which is just weird to me, man. It's right? not. It's not a ghost. I mean, it didn't look like a ghost. It looked like a guy just trying a to go to the fridge.
1: Just a dude.
0: So the the reason I really, I mean, besides the fact I've always wanted you on the the show, the reason I wanted you on the show is because it this episode or this stories or whatever you want to call it. Is a really good indicator of you can have a haunted house you and can. not have it be a bad thing. You can
1: I don't have a choice mostly because yeah. I mean I wasn't leaving that house. I paid a good amount of money for it, you know, my entire life savings I had saved up. I'm like, well, you know, I and I remember when I got sassy about it. When when the fear ended, I was like, well, I don't care, you know. Like if something weird happened, i like, if you're gonna stay in the house, wash a fucking dish. <laughs> I'm like pay the mortgage. I was like pick up a bill. You you remind me a lot of
0: that statement. Reminds me a lot of David Omen. David, yeah, yeah. I'm like ah. Sean's been over to David Omen's with me oh, uh, a dude, couple of times. That oh
1: fucking garage I don't know door opening.
0: I, I don't that? know if I've ever told this on the podcast. If I have, I apologize. It's I a quick I story. Tell it. But uh, oh, so Sean and I damn, and David were damn. in his kitchen, and uh, uh, right connected to the kitchen is the garage. Now the garage door I'm was goosebumps,
1: You just starting to tell it. Oh, dude. I, I mean, we were literally three feet away when it yeah. happened. And we all just looked at each other. Like, even he wasn't he doesn't get like like stunned easily. Oh, yeah. And his jaw was on the ground because it was so blatant. So Sean and I are he
0: David shows us this slide of Sharon Tate that's never been seen by anybody else. Someone, some yeah. friend of his took it or his parents took it, and or whatever. The letter. Yeah. And and David I, you know, Sean handed it to me. I looked at it. I handed it back to Sh- to, to David. You know, we're gingerly handing it back to him. Yeah. And he just it's throws like it on the table. Yeah. Like, tra- just, like, throws it on the table. Whap. And the second it hits the table, the door from the garage to the kitchen... Which was locked. Which was locked and closed and sealed, flung, flung open. Flung open. Like, someone was like, I'm here! And, and like, not like just lo- burst the wind blow it open. Less. No. And
1: fling! And then a slow stop. Oh, like yeah. Like, they pushed it and stopped it. And yeah. walked into the room. They were... And boom, in
0: the room kind of a thing. Damn. And all of us were like, whoa, what the fuck? Yeah. And... Couple minutes later, I walked over. I checked the door, checked the handle. Yeah, that is not a door that was loose. It was locked. Like Sean was, was saying, locked. it was locked. It was locked. It was a locked door. It wasn't the wind. It wasn't suction then or David vacuum. And David yelled at the
1: ghost for upstaging him. Oh yeah, and then David got mad. It was funny. Yeah. It was funny. But I was just like, I'm like, and including those lights that flicker every time I walk by them. Oh and yeah. The, the feet that ran up on me in that hallway. It's like Sean had I'm a quite, quite magnet, the experience. Quite the magnet Jesus at the Christ. Omen House. He really did.
0: And and it's and it's again like I I know a lot of skeptics can just blow it off and say it's his imagination. It's not his imagination because not when you have witnesses. He has witnesses exactly. I've seen stuff. You're welcome. I'm Sean. like,
1: watch, lights are gonna do it again. We're gonna walk by and they do it every time. And they went yeah, and you were like, what? And even David said he goes, what the fuck? Those have never done that. Yeah, like it's And it
0: never did it when I walked by. I walked by it a minute prior. Did not do any of
1: it. No. And and it's. I'm also that guy that streetlights go off around when I walk yeah, around. Yeah, trip. yeah, yeah. You've seen yeah. that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm that dude. Yeah,
0: that's wh- that was the. All right, so Sean was the impetus of me doing that episode. If you haven't heard that episode, go back and listen to all the episodes. But I did an episode about that because Sean and I were talking about it. One <laughs> I day.
1: laugh listening to the episode and go, oh, that's me. You go, I got a buddy, Sean. And we're yep. like, oh, my God. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. it's <laughs> the truth. Me. I was like, Jesus, that happens a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I think if I really really try to get myself dialed in i would see a shit ton of stuff but it spooks the crap out of me i'll be honest with you like, oh I don't, yeah i
0: don't but that being said you're going to to accompany me more and more on on adventures that we're oh, gonna I know, have i know I'm, so I'm, I'm, it's I'm shit's like, coming I'm like to you, the man. worst hypocrite yeah. ever i'm
1: like i can't do that shit let's go
0: yeah 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 <laughs> i mean I'd, the only reason I would never take you to the Moffat house, the Debbie Moffat house, is because oh, they have a nice, clean, happy house, and I wouldn't want a magnet to stir anything back yeah, up the there. The Moffat houses,
1: but, but and D- Dave going, and Debbie Moffat. Are yeah, you talking about that?
0: Debbie Moffat? I did the, I did an interview with her at her house. I'm going to. I'm going back to the house. Stitch is going nuts about something right now. Mm-hmm. Stitch, it's cool, buddy.
1: Maybe it it's the man in white. Right. Dogus Interruptus.
0: <laughs> Canis interruptus. Can't have an episode of Paranormal Almanac without Stitch without sparking Stitch. up a little bit. Yeah, I love exactly. it. Exactly. He's gotta get into it. So all right, so let's see. Uh the Catalina Island, we kinda Do we talk about that? We only we did. Bre- we, we, we brushed, briefly yeah, briefly about spoke about it. Yeah. You know, we were in the um what is it called? The casino. The casino. Yeah, we were in yeah. the casino. Second floor. Yeah, and and, and Sean was like there's something in here, man. Like You, you could see the hair on his arm standing up on end. And he was telling me there's something here. So I just calmly took my phone out, hit Start record, recording. and just started recording. Didn't see. And like he was saying, we didn't see anything. Hit with, the sure enough, with the naked Nothing. eye. With the naked eye. Nothing. Yeah. And then I call, slowly called Sean over and yeah, pointed at the at screen. This. And it was a bright,
1: and- clear, yellow Orb interacting with Phil and his brother and moving up around them like it was a firefly. Oh yeah, yeah. And it wasn't a reflection. It wasn't someone's watch. It It wasn't absolutely had its own intent.
0: Yeah. And I, and and I we can't would, explain we, that. We I, tried to
1: recreate it, couldn't. I remember we were just staring at it. I'm like, you seeing seen what i am seeing? You know, yeah. It, it was crazy. It's, it's crazy.
0: crazy. Phil, the 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 consummate skeptic, was uh, like... yeah,
1: our resident skeptic. Yeah,
0: he was like, "It's it's got to be someone's watch. And so he tried to recreate it, yeah, could no. not recreate it. No. There was nothing. And again, we couldn't see it with I
1: the still, naked eye. I still love that Phil's a skeptic that refuses to have fucking Ouija, <laughs> Ouija board in his house. I'm not having that shit here. <laughs> Thought you didn't believe. Get it out! He is... T- <laughs>
0: Terrified of Ouija boards. <laughs> terrified.
1: Uh, Which is just it makes the best. Me love him so much. He went He's to the. Right he went to, to the, be terrified of those friggin'
0: things. Oh yeah, that is yeah, true. That I mean, there's one little right Ray. Ah, that's the that's the Ouija board I had from since I've been a kid. God damn you, Parker brothers. Um, um, my niece, uh, my niece wanted me to take it back out to California because she didn't want to play with it anymore because she had a spooky experience. So. So now it's back out here with Interesting. me. Interesting, um, but yeah, no. Like Phil's been to the Omen House, and he said that nothing
1: happened to him while he was around. But it, that's just deep, deep denial, is what that was. Well, I think they. I. I we have theories about how the ghosts felt. Oh yes. Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. I think maybe they 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 just avoided avoided entanglement. All uh, right. But they so, certainly seem to be drawn to my ass. They're a hundred
0: percent drawn to you, man. A hundred percent. So. You think the house is nice and clean? Obviously it is, because I've like I've said, I've never felt anything. I didn't. I didn't like going in that one closet.
1: No, but that closet is fine now. It's filled with lightsabers. Yeah, Um, that's true. But honestly, again, my big barometer is listen to your animals, man. Yeah, we got two cats and two dogs. We got two very active, loud corgis. They've never growled at the corner. They've never growled at a closet door. All they do is growl at other people walking by the front, like literally. Yeah um the Whereas cats, stitch
0: stitch barks at nothing in here on a fairly regular basis yeah. and it's more of a like hey what are you doing that kind of a thing not like we need to get the hell out
1: i'll tell you what. whatever the vibe is that's there if there, occasionally when there is a, an uptick in paranormal activity i i think we are absolutely a perfect example as uh, for you get back what you put out and we sure. changed the vibe to that place as positive so I think I think you, you like attracts like, and I think you 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 get out what you you get back what you put out, and we've changed the vibe of that house. So whatever energy it does draw in, is positive and playful. Yeah, and it doesn't stay. It we call it like it, we call it yeah pass throughs yeah, yeah. pass throughs.
0: So there is something that I've been reading up a lot about and i think it's kind of interesting i think actually it's very interesting it is a lot to do with um seismic and magnetic energy oh, around yeah. an energy house like a house with energy uh-huh. also
1: limestone like what, oh what's, sure what's, what's underneath yeah yeah, yeah. but yeah, this yeah, is yeah. this
0: is a specific to california with the seismic activity and paranormal uptick interesting so i want you to keep that in mind if we cuz we've we should been do having some readings i mean i oh, wonder yeah. if it's
1: close to what the omen house has going on it's, with the weird magnetic it's,
0: it's got to i mean it has to but i want you to keep it in mind because we're having an uptick in Earthquakes. We had one last night. Mm-hmm. The, the ring of fire is going crazy right Jesus now. Jesus Christ, isn't it? So while it is, keep it, keep that Volcanoes in mind and see if it's sparking on. anything. Maybe. See if the energy goes Maybe. up. Because I, I thought it was a very interesting hypothesis, and I wanted to keep an eye on it. The only two people I know with, like, yeah, this house has got stuff in it, but it's not like that. The only two people I know that are like that is yours uh, that used to be. I guess Debbie Moffat's as well That used to be but and then the and Omen David's, house yeah yeah so I want to keep an eye on that and see if there is anything I'd love to, to see the
1: correlation between what the magnetic readings are from from all three places and oh, see if sure. there's a middle ground because that that's like a, almost like a control experiment to oh
0: yeah point. well Benedict Canyon that whole
1: thing that is just place insane. is in, I don't it's know insane. what the fuck well yeah you, we, they've talked about what the, what the what the limestone content is up there, and you, sure. know, all the, you know, so I wonder if if geologically, I wonder if something is charged enough to bring in, like in Ghostbusters, you know, and, and, pulling you in, pulling in from the other, yeah, yeah and and can, you know, concentrate supernatural. It you know?
0: would not. It would not surprise me. Like, well, I, you know, I've always, I've said it on this podcast a million times that I think that science is going to prove the paranormal.
1: Like, well, I think paranormal is just science that hasn't been discovered. Exactly, a hundred percent. You know, they, you know it's, it's funny that they'll talk about string theories. You know, string theory. You know, you know all all that type of stuff. You know, multiple. You know, the multiverse. You know, multiple universes, and and that you know you can phase in and out. But ghosts are somehow.
0: Oh, so yeah. yeah I'm like, taboo. well, what if it's just
1: this bullshit? Fuck, what if it's the same thing, but you're calling it by a different name? Yeah, what if it's a we parallel call it ghost, dimension? You call it, yeah, someone phasing in and out. You know, you call, yeah. you call it string theory. I'm like, how do you know we're not talking about the same thing? Yeah. You're just approaching it from two different ways.
0: Completely. You know? And it's it's sad that... The, I, I think mean,
1: magic is just science undiscovered.
0: Oh, definitely. 100%. But, then, I mean, that's a good thing about that the that, that taboo about UFOs is just about gone it's just getting there it's just about gone because there's so many out there there's being seen by so many people and the navy and the ufo and the army and everybody else they're i mean ufos are pretty much yep ufos exist disclosures already well on its way for ufos and i think once we get that taboo passed for seeing a ghost or having a paranormal event the same kind of thing when people don't have that taboo i think it's only going to benefit us to figure out what the fuck is going on. or
1: as people yeah, gives you a higher understanding of things. I mean, I, I could think of nothing better than to realize that UFOs are real. I mean, what else would unite humanity? hundred percent. Yeah, other than all knowing said that, that we, there's something else out there that isn't human. Reagan, Suddenly, I think a lot. What he, yeah, what yeah. He Reagan said, did yeah. that speech. Yep. Yeah.
0: And everybody says that was his coy way of saying that UFOs had already happened. I don't honestly think that that was his coy way of saying that. But Reagan had said that, you know, if the you know if a UFO showed up today, the world would unite together either against it or for it. For but it. Yeah. But and unite. Unite because of it. Right. And, and that Stop is 100 Stop fighting true. each other yeah.
1: and focus on something together. Yeah. You know, it's I mean, that whole at this, po- family at this point, thing. that would be great. <laughs> oh, 100%. You know, I
0: mean. 100%. But yeah, I
1: mean, I, it's 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 fascinating living hand in hand with the supernatural. It's been quite a bit less, you know, since especially since we've had a kid because I think Connor yeah. just eats up all the energy in that. And house, he never I mean?
0: he's never talked nothing to...
1: yet, but I'm interested to see what happens when he starts talking. Yeah, because I won't be one of those parents who's like, "Well, that's not true." I'll be like, "Well, tell me," you know. Oh, the man in the corner yeah. said this. I'm like, what did the man say? What's he look like? Yeah. yeah and yeah, I'm yeah. like, okay. Yep. I walk out and I'm like, Kelly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> my mom, my mom had a daycare um, for uh, teachers' kids when I was growing up. Um, uh, you know, I was in high school or whatever, and she had the kid, the young kids, and she was like, hey, can you watch Ian? One, I think it was Ian. Can you watch Ian. He's on the sitting on the couch. I'm like, yeah, sure. I'll watch him for a second. And I'm sitting on the couch, and he looks up at the ceiling and goes, yeah. No. Uh, no, you can come down here. Uh, and I was immediately like, nope. Nope. F this kid. Nope. Mom, you can watch him. Yep. It's your job. Yep. I'm going. I've seen the sixth sense. Seriously. I'm Seriously. No, I was, t- I still am terrified of the movie Poltergeist. And that was, I'm like, oh. you are quoting freaking
1: Poltergeist, yeah. kid. Yes. Yeah. No. Yep. I don't know. Yeah. And
0: I was like, nope, fuck that. But he was like, yeah, you can come down here and play. Yeah. And I was like, nope, no. I'm out. No, you can't. Yeah, I don't know what you are, but I do not want.
1: Yeah, no. Yeah. I fully expect, oh God, because... I'm gonna, I'm gonna witness some shit at the hands of my son. Oh I'm, yeah, I'm absolutely convinced of it. Oh yeah, you know whether it's like I remember when I used to be, you know, in in a plane and fly. You know, like I'm just fully. I'm expecting a that. whole gamut of shit to come down from that kid because he is. You better, you better record when that happens because
0: I, I seriously want to see that. Yeah. I so think, just a fun little thing. The light that keeps going off. Yeah. That is on a timer till one a.m. It is 11 p.m. right that's now. That's the fourth time it's done It's the done fourth it tonight. time it's turned off. And when I hit the little power button, yeah. it turns off the timer. It's just supposed to stay on. Yet the light directly above, right us,
1: above us has turned off I thought you were doing times. that on purpose. Nope. I'm like, oh, we're dimming.
0: Nope. And that's why the first time I was like, I'm not going to mention it because you're in the middle of a story. Me and lights.
1: Again. Dude. Son of a. Fourth time. Yeah, it's see, an you,
0: LED light bulb. You
1: talk about it. Yeah. And you manifest it.
0: Oh, yeah. You absolutely do. But there is no timer now. It is is an on and off. It's all it is. It's gone off four times. It goes. It's gone off four fucking times. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah, Oh, boy. Ah. Uh, And with that, I think that's Ah. a good place to end. Is is that a good place to end? All right. So uh, Ah, I I kind of
0: teased it at the beginning. Sean is going to be back for the next episode, which will be listener paranormal stories. I've got a ton of them. I have, I have not shown this list to Sean yet. I want to show you.
1: Look at those. Dude. Oh, my
0: God. Dude, wait till you see. Oh, these are great. These so there's you and I are going to read these. There's photos. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. Look at that. Wait, wait, wait till you get to the ghost. There's a ghost photo that I was like, I don't see it. I don't see it. Oh, fuck. I see it. I don't like it. Um, uh, You know, I'm, I'm. Oh, I don't have it right here. I, I've got it. There. Dude, there's so many. Like, there are a ton of listener stories, Holy UFO listener Christ. stories, Halloween listener stories. Wait. So, yeah, there is there's going to be the next episode. Sean's going to come back. He's going to help me read it so you guys don't have to just listen to me go through it all. Um, he, you know, he's much, much better at that, uh, than I ever will be. And
1: we'll do our running commentary on Hell it with our, with our, yes. with our Mystery Science Theater 3000. So that's just a little preview
0: mm-hmm. of what's yet to come um, to give you an idea. Um, here's a thousand more. It's just, I can't keep up. I, I feel bad. And I want to apologize on, on air again. I feel bad. I'm getting so many flipping emails that it takes me forever. Same thing with the Facebook messages. Same thing with all of that. I will get to yours. I promise. Yeah, I'm and sorry I can't get to it. For enough.
1: what it's worth, if you're looking for independent confirmation, I'm looking at the list of emails and it's massive. Yeah, and that's not even the it's Facebook gargantuan. one or the Instagram one. It's
0: ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I can't. I can't keep up. I'm trying. You're gonna need
1: you're gonna need a staff pretty soon. You're gonna need a production staff to do like a legit. I you know not that it's not legit, but like like big time network. It's crazy. It is
0: nuts. But anyhow, so that's what you guys got to look forward to. Sean's coming back. We're gonna do a uh, listener paranormal episode. Get me your your stories now. There's still time. Um,
1: Thank you. Thank Th- you, my friend. Kurt, thank you for having me on the thank best, you, my the brother. greatest paranormal podcast ever. Oh, I, I am so it. thankful for letting me be a part of this. No, so I, much. I've been
0: wanting to have you on forever. I can't thank you enough. I can't thank you enough for being a patron. That's the sweetest fucking well, thing in the you're world. You're
1: doing God's work because we, we need more of this and we need more compelling um, coverage on all of the supernatural and cryptids and all the wonderful things that we're all into. And, and you know, not only that, but it's, you know, a fun... Fun personality, fun, yeah, fun hosts. You know, we, 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 we're, we're. I think as as paranormal people that that listen to this stuff, we, you know, we, we. we we fall hard into the nerd spectrum as well. So oh, that's yeah. a that's oh, the yeah. fun crossover that maybe is missing from some of these other paranormal. Oh ones. sure. Yes, you know what I mean? but, Plus uh, there's
0: debunking. No one else is doing debunking. You do I like right
1: debunking. It. Thank and you, sir. like I've literally I've been I, like like with the Black Knight satellite. I yeah. was like, Oh space blanket, that yep. made me so sad. I yep. was like, I wanted it to be something great. It's dimming but again. It, is it really? Yeah.
0: Do it. I swear to God, this freaking light bulb. It's flickering. Now. And it's not a bad the light bulb's not going bad. It's flickering again. This is a, it's a $50 light bulb, man. Um, uh,
1: but. You're like, if it are ghosts here, <laughs> dim the lights. I love it. I can't thank you enough. Of course, if you hear us screaming and running off in the podcast ends, it's because the light. Well, ends. yeah, because we were in the pitch black in the dark. <laughs>
0: uh, but yeah, no, thank you. Uh, Sean will be back. Don't worry. He's got even more stories. I didn't even get to all of them. He didn't even get to all of them. I kept pushing him forward in the in the stories. There's many, many more. I think we covered it well, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. God, yeah. It was fantastic. I can't thank you enough for it.
1: All righty. Thank you so much, sir. And I will uh, I will see you soon. So there you have it, Paramaniacs. That was the one,
0: the only, Sean Bishop. I can't thank him enough for coming by, telling me the stories. Hopefully, hopefully. The first of many episodes with Sean Bishop. I think he's a fantastic storyteller. Genuine guy. Trust him 100% implicitly. Uh, He's the best. So thank you again to Sean Bishop. I hope you guys like this episode. Like I said, he'll be back. We're going to be doing some listener paranormal stories coming up very soon. Until then, I'm your host, Kurt Savig. This has been another edition of Paranormal Almanac.